1: As you know, plans are underway to house 750 Ukrainian refugees in glamping tents from Electric Picnic at Stradbally. Now, concerns have been expressed in some quarters, including locals in Stradbally itself, as to the suitability of glamping tents as emergency accommodation. I'm joined now by the CEO of DERS, John Lannan. DERS is an independent organization working to promote and protect the rights of people from a migrant background who are in Ireland. John, good morning. Good morning. What's your reaction uh, to this proposal by government? I mean, it comes presumably as a result of hotels being full and emergency accommodation being full. So what else to do?
0: Indeed. Well, it's disappointing that the government now has to accommodate people from Ukrainian tents. It is a crisis point, but it's not the first one that we've hit over the last year and a half since people started to arrive here after the full-scale war erupted in their country. other crisis points in student accommodation ended in 2022 and this is part of the cause now for where we're at at the moment there were up to 5,000 people from Ukraine who had been in student residences and they are going back to use for people returning to college we've had international protection applicants that were street homeless at the start of this year and the government had to start using tents for international protection applicants back in mid-2022 and it's worth bearing in mind there that the situation got so so bad for the people in those tents in December that they had to be moved out urgently. Um, others were put back in those tents in January. But it just goes to show how unsuitable and how unbearable tent life is for people who are trying to survive.
1: Now, this is uh, touted as a, a temporary uh, accommodation and, you know, we know there are many music fans who lived in the luxury of glamping tents over the weekend at electric picnic, heaters and proper beds and all the rest of it. It's not like your uh, sleeping bag on the rough terrain. Um, it's it's not the worst kind of accommodation in the world.
0: Well, we hope that the use of the tents will be very temporary. Um It may be better than a war zone for a few days, but certainly not for for longer than that. People will have to be moved to more stable and more suitable accommodation as quickly as possible. It's cold, it's wet, it's damp. It's not a safe environment for anyone to live in and it's particularly unsafe for children. Bear in mind that um, that there there are um, people together in congregated settings, um, unrelated to each other. Um, There are risks for children and for adults as well. But longer term then, it's certainly problematic in terms of development to have people living in such conditions. Um, It's difficult for children to get to school. It's difficult for people to get access to medical um, supports if they need it. Um, it's, yeah. it's generally speaking just quite unsuitable and we need to see moves yeah. of people now, out of those
1: tents as quickly as possible. The, go- the government has uh, you know, done this because they feel, I presume, they they don't have another option at the moment. What is uh, your proposal in Durus as to what they should do uh, because obviously all the hotels that were available, they're still using those. Some hotels never opened for regular business during the the summer. Uh, students, you know, the colleges have to facilitate their intake and, and so on and so forth. What do you think the government should do?
0: Well, first of all, I... We have to acknowledge that right now the Department of Children is providing accommodation to over 80,000 people, and that includes close to 60,000 who escaped from the war in Ukraine. Um, they are also grappling with a housing shortage for everyone here in Ireland, um, but for refugees in particular, they need to ensure we have an adequate system to address the reception yeah, the accommodation. And what the I want to know needs.
1: is what are you proposing? Because uh, you know well, it's all very well to say the government should do this the government should do that but what should they do what what specific measures what would you propose i mean uh, have you done a study of this of you know whether there are army barracks that are now redundant whether there are warehouses that would give uh, more uh, robust shelter than canvas i mean have you, have you actually looked at other ways in which other countries have solved this problem
0: in in the short term we need um to ensure that every available building that is suitable is um, brought into use. We need people to offer any buildings that might be available. We encourage anyone who has a home or has a room to offer this to organisations like helping Irish hosts who are working hard to find Mm -hmm. accommodations, to state accommodation for Ukrainians. We also need to see more progress on medium-term accommodation. Rapid bills, refurbishment of available buildings are part of the solution. That needs to be resourced by people with the right expertise who can manage procurement as well as planning and construction within the department. We certainly need more non-hospitality local accommodation. And to deliver this... The power, the budget needs to be given to local authorities to develop, to lease, to procure accommodation. Local authorities should not be in a position where they have to turn down auctions while people are being forced to live in tents.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I mean, timed- d- suggestions come in from listeners the old Bagot Street Hospital in Dublin, completely empty. Why can't it be used to house people? Uh, we've been told that the OPW was tasked uh, with trying to find every uh, building that could be quickly uh, converted to house refugees um do we believe that they're doing the best they can
0: i i'm quite sure that there are other options around the country but we need to ensure that we can examine those, we can look, that the government can assess their suitability, they can bring them on stream as quickly as possible. Yeah. But this does mean working with local authorities because very often it's the people on the ground who know where the available accommodation yeah. it's is. It's just that... Uh, they're the ones that can bring it on
1: stream. It's just that, John, we have to do the best we can according to our ability to house people. Will there come a point where we say we can do no more except tents because... Back Bagot Street Hospital. I don't know if you could get six hundred people in there. I'm not sure you could, but suppose you could, you'd need a Bagot Street Hospital coming on stream every week because we're getting six hundred and fifty Ukrainian refugees every week at the moment because the war is continuing. So that that is a, a task, and it's you know we encourage the government to do the best it can. But I'm just wondering where all these places might be.
0: We. Um, certainly are faced with an ongoing um, significant challenge here. Um, The government and in fact we all have responsibilities in this to ensure that we can do the best we can. There are legal as well as moral responsibilities to provide for people who are seeking protection not just from the war in Ukraine but from war and persecution in other parts of the world as well. We recognise and we understand and we know that people from Ukraine or other parts of the world who have had to come to Ireland will make their homes here in the long term. So we need to be looking to doing a number of things to ensure that we're looking just beyond short-term accommodation. We need to do mm-hmm. things like ensuring the introduction of intensive um, English language provision. We need a National Refugee Integration Action Plan. We need commitment to the resourcing of community-based refugee supports. And w- w- this needs to happen to ensure that yeah, we're not needs, moving needs from crisis to point to crisis John, point. John,
1: how, how does it happen? It needs to happen. Who, who are the people who are going to do this? They can't get people to work in coffee bars for heaven's sake. Now, you're looking for a very sophisticated set of skills to do all the things that you want doing. We can't even house our, our own indigenous people who are on housing lists, some of them living in hotels and so on. You, you know, this is a huge problem and we have to be realistic about it. That There might be a limit. There might, at, at which point I don't know, there might be a limit to our capacity.
0: It's ironic that we say that we can't get people to work in locations in the, around the country while we've got people who are escaping from wars and persecution who are arriving here who are dying to work, who want to contribute here in Ireland. So what we've got to do is to find the mechanisms whereby we're not just... Um, Looking at the short-term accommodation and the reception of people, we're looking to integration and to long-term sustainable options for people to be able to live here. We have government departments with expertise in this area. We have local authorities with expertise. We have organisations like ourselves and Dursa who have been supporting refugees and migrants for for many years. We can work together to make this a success. We're not in a situation where we have to look at um, turning people Away, right. Where we are is at a point where we need to look at more sustainable solutions to ensure we've not got people living in, or sitting mm. in cold, damp, wet tents when All they right. come to
1: Ireland. John Lannan, CEO of Thuris, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us. Uh, some of uh, the texts coming in, if uh, they're unhappy about refugees, please ask them to stand outside the Russian embassy and stop complaining at our own government. That's from Brian. Uh, Can the EU review the number of migrants per member state? Ireland is taking proportionally more than others. For example, France. No wonder we're struggling to accommodate uh, anyone else and our tourist industry has been badly impacted. Uh, Don't forget, other countries are doing other things in terms of helping with the war that uh, Putin... Initiated like sending weaponry and so on to Ukraine and training uh, Ukrainian military, all that sort of thing. Uh, we are doing perhaps the only thing that we can. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Undo.